Hello to all the comic freaks and geeks out there, and welcome to another episode of the CFG Podcast. I am your host, Davis Green, and with me today are my friends, my groups, my posse, Joe and T-Dot. How are y'all doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Doing good. Awesome. I know it's been a long, long time, man, but uh, we're, we got some catching up to do today. And as always, you can check us out on a plethora of social media websites. You can check us out on Facebook and Twitter as The Comic Freak. You can go to our Instagram, Con Freaks and Geeks, for photos at conventions that we cover. And you can go to our YouTube page, The Comic Freaky, where we do interviews and video reviews and things like that on there. Uh, but if you want everything in one spot, you can go check our website, Con Freaks and Geeks dot com where you show where we where you can see news reviews interviews what have you all in one nice tight package anyways there we've been there has to have been stuff that we've been up to it's been it's been months i mean seriously guys <laughs> we can't be we i know we've been we've been busy but yeah so what have y'all been up to so uh recently most recently, I've been playing Persona Five. Oh yeah, you just man, you like totally just passed me up on that, or or, or you're at least close to passing me already. Yeah, on. it's been a. I've been playing it for a week, and I'm at September. God damn, dude! <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, you are past me. I mean, I'm still in August right now. Man, uh, yeah. So like, uh, so you got her. Uh, actually, I think I kind of screwed it up. I might, I might have caught myself in a uh, spot right now oh, you're in a bad spot yeah because like i think it was the um the two you have a deadline to, uh, a deadline but you have you have to go through two palaces in the same deadline i'm assuming like uh, uh i have to get the what's her name the orange uh the orange haired girl oh yeah like it, it's a little bit weird at the end of her her palace mm-hmm. because it's it, there is just it's not just like oh okay here's boss battle you gotta like a little bit more to go but it, it's actually not that bad okay so it's not okay cool because i'm i was like man i only have like nine days and i'm just <laughs> like i should have procrastinated on it but yeah so i'm gl- i'm glad but how are you liking it so far it's like one of the best, or oh yeah, it's my favorite persona right now. Yeah, it's just it's just fun. It's a it's a time warp. The second you you sit down, and you're like, okay, I don't want to play for like an hour. It's eight. It becomes eight hours easily. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, what about you, Joe? What have you been up to? Well, I went to see the One OK Rock concert on yes or on Friday. The name of it is called One OK. One OK Rock. Oh, how was that? It's pretty good. Is that K Rock? No, it's for, they're from Japan, but then they're. They have a U.S. CD now, so a lot of their stuff is in English. That's really confusing. They're called One 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 OK Rock. Yes. Okay, but they're a Japanese rock band. Yes. Okay, and then they okay. That's okay. Cool. Because the way it sounds like it just sounds like it's a Korean rock band. No, if you remember the Kenshin movie. Yeah. They did the closing songs for two of them. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember the closing songs of them, but yeah, I yeah. Well, it has to be good. So, they, were they here? Yeah, they were at the Marquee in Arizona. Wow, nice. Very nice. How uh, how was the turnout for that? It was actually pretty good. Mm, that's very good. That's pretty cool. Man, so that's tight. Well, for me, I mean, well, besides traveling like crazy, just covering, uh, just recently covered uh, Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con. We have a yeah. we have a review on that on our website, confreaksgeeks.com. Uh, but like, I kind of came to a conclusion that that Joe pretty much came to a conclusion a long ass time ago. And I was like, I, I have officially removed like all updated Marvel comics from my from my book from my uh from my stash. Everything is just bad. Except 
You know, uh, someone told me Secret Empires is good, but I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not invested on it to say I'm going to get cover by cover. I'll just wait for a trade for that. Those people are delusional. <laughs> yeah, but you're very, you're very, I, you're very pessimistic on a lot of things. No, I mean, I'll, I'll put credit where credits due. You know, I still think Dead uh, Gwenpool was still funny. Yeah. I, from what I've heard, Thanos has still been really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was enjoying it while I was reading it, surprisingly. Is Champions still good? I stopped at uh, book number seven on Champions, and for, for as far as it is, I mean, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty consistent. The teams haven't uh, haven't really changed. It's still Mark Wade, it's still Humberto Ramos, so... So yeah, I mean, uh, I guess <laughs> the where I stop, I'm four months behind now. But like it's, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I will. I'll put an optimism on that one. That one was a good. It was a good story. But X Men was kind of was it was. I don't know where it was going to uh, yet. I did read Jean Grey recently, and I didn't like. It wasn't that bad, and, and I'm surprised because I usually I hate Jean Grey. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, but uh, but overall, Marvel's really kind of. Uh, screwing screwing themselves over right now and i don't i don't know what to do to get that to get them back up but it looks like it's some of their writers because then like when you see who some of these people are it looks like they've never read these characters before see but i don't know if it's the writer's fault because like at the same time it's like because you know everyone has they have certain certain things that marvel like gives you liberties to do you know so I mean, maybe it's like uh some of their stories uh some of the, the the liberty may have been restricted a little bit and uh, they had to. They had to go. They had to do a compromise of what their original storylines were and stuff. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's that. I mean, I I agree with you. In some cases, it might be an editor, or maybe the creative direction that they this the agenda that they're trying to present. But like when you read some of these books, it's like you know when like for an example, um, Storm. When it when have you ever heard Storm say something racist? No, oh, okay. Never. Never. She's she has nothing. Ra- she's not a racist person, but yet. In well, there was and the crew, in her first book that she did. She did the first thing she did say was "Black people." Am I right? And then that was basically right. it. <laughs> but like in uh, Black Panther and the crew, you know, her and Misty Knight are walking through. Was it Harlem or something like that? And they're talking about mayonnaise moving into the city or something like. Oh, I never, I never watched oh, that, wow. but I've never read yeah. that. But that's kind of weird. <laughs> right. I mean, it's something that, like, I mean, and I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. You know? Did it really say that? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So it's like you know, like there's certain things that you know, like even in America, you know, she jumps in, she fights, she sees the X Men fighting Juggernaut, and the next thing you know, she's going over to Storm's, you know, room, and they're having a semi, you know, lesbianish conversation without really, you know, saying those words. To who? Like who's Storm, America? Storm in America? Maybe maybe Storm just went off the went off the deep end. You know, it, and you know, I'm just saying is there's there's issues that have been coming up that I've seen that were it's just kind of like it's not some of the characters that I remember reading about. You know, it's fine for if you're wanting to do if you're wanting to change. I mean, there's I mean instead of reading the same, I mean Storm's been around for I guess technically over thirty years now, and if you want to do change, do change, but do don't, don't I mean, but you don't have to do extreme. Those extremes, right. so right, and usually the change occurs like in a solo book or in the main title, you know, like in the X Men, and it's usually something that's built up to that change. Yeah. It's not something that you know suddenly just happens, right? Uh, yeah, well, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, the, like I'm, I'm, yeah, I dropped the books with Marvel for now. I'm gonna see how it gets any better. Uh, I'll, I'll just use the digital trades. Maybe do Marvel the Marvel thing the monthly program but I, I don't know it's not worth my wasting my time or money 
yeah, uh, right for one now. book. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, on the other hand, on DC, on the other hand, they've been kicking a lot of ass. So, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad at least one of them are, is actually doing really well. I can't. I kind of can't wait till till uh, till Batman Metal, Dark Knight Metal comes because actually I think it comes this week. So, uh, see I'll see where that storyline is going to go. So that's going to be neat. But anyways, <clears throat> Joe, what is in the news? Well, Cage fans are going to be happy because they've announced... You mean three of them? They, they, <laughs> they announced two of the season, second season villains. You have Nightshade uh, being played by Gabriel Dennis and oh. Bushmaster <clears throat> Mufasta Shakar. I don't know none of those. I mean, I know... I, I remember Bushmaster in the comics. Mm-hmm. Nightshade, yeah. I probably need a little refresher. But which Bushmaster are they doing? Are they doing the one with the robot arms or are they doing like the one that was... Like kind of a normal person before. Well, yeah, it's probably too early to tell yeah. until they until they deal with it. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be the robot arms because that's a, that sounds like a lot of money. Because and secondly, if yeah. Misty Knight doesn't have a robot arm already, they who is who to say that they're going to say yes? We want to give him robot arms. True. They set her up to lose her damn arm and she doesn't lose it. It's like what the Jeez, hell? Are you, yeah. What the hell are you doing? Like every season, her arm's going to get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, is it this time? Nope. nope. It's like nope. Just it was cast on. It. I don't, right. It's that's exactly. What's, you know what that reminds me? Of? It reminds me of that stupid movie, Hot Tub Time Machine. Like there was a guy who like lost his arm in the future, and then then they go in the past. And they see the guy has his arm, and he's like, I really want to know how he lost his arm. Yeah. And then they get into these scenarios where it's like, oh, he's about to lose his arm. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm fine. And like, oh, damn it. Just lose it already. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where we're, where yeah. we're at with Misty Knight. <laughs> Let's see. Next up, we have Marvel has announced that Secret Empire number 8 is going to get a $1 price hike. And for that, you're, you're going to get um, an extra eight pages. So this is following suit with what they did with this epi- I mean, issue 6. No word on if the remaining issues will also receive a price hike. How many? Uh, how many issues? Uh, how many sort of books is this supposed to be? Is it eight or was it? No, I think it's nine or ten because I know that they they extended it, which actually oh. makes me kind of worried because you know, like when they come up with this idea, they already have an idea of how many issues, how many pages, yeah. and why are they adding more pages and why are they extending the issue count? You know, because that one, it's going to throw off everything at the end, and two, it's like. Didn't you plan your story out ahead of time? Well, it doesn't sound like it is clearly. I mean, it yeah. just seems like it's uh it's a little bit uh it's a little bit weirder that way that it would uh, they would take their time to uh to to do to do something like that. Maybe uh, they yeah. were expecting themselves to get delayed and then they're like, "Wait, we're going on time. We like, got we got to do something." He's <laughs> like, "Well, that's not right." <laughs> and, and this is like not the first time this happened either. So that's another thing that's like, "What's going on over there?" Yeah. Who knows, man? I, I really don't know. But uh, I mean, and uh, I can't say if that Secret Empire is good or not because I haven't, I haven't, I haven't read it. So, have you t- have you read anything no. of it? No. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, okay. Well, it's like, yeah, it is kind of weird that they're doing two things, which is they're in they increased it and then they also extend <laughs> they extended the book count. Well, I mean, I I kind of suspect it has something to do with the revenue. You know, if they can ex- get an extra dollar per book. It affects their bottom line rankings. Or, or is it possible that Secret Empires is really their highest selling book, the uh, book series right now, it's, besides uh, Spider Man? Maybe. Well, the first issue was number one, but then number three went to eight. Oh, okay. So you know, Weird. it's it's not looking good in that sense. 
On the on the other hand, DC has reduced the price of Dark Knight Metal two through six from four ninety nine to three ninety nine. That's good for you know fans who are going to be buying that. Did they reduce the? Well, did they just reduce it? They didn't. They didn't change anything out of the book. They just nope. They just reduced the price. That's kind of random, but okay. That's, Part that's of cool. me thought that it might have something to do with what Marvel was doing. You know, it's kind of like well, if Marvel's going to increase, we're going to decrease. Oh, they're trying to make it look like they're the good guys. Yeah. <laughs> right, because otherwise like. there's no reason to reduce it. Yeah. The book mm-hmm. is going to sell the same number of issues regardless. Maybe maybe the uh, uh, the attraction of three ninety nine and four ninety nine. Yeah. $5 books are a pain in the ass to, yeah. Yeah. to justify. But I'm, I mean, I'm glad that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joan Lee has passed away at 98. Who's Joan Lee? Or 93, uh, sorry. Family's wife. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like, you just say Joan Lee. It's like... Not everyone knows who Joan Lee is, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. 93, dude. That's, wow, that is that is amazing, I'd have to say. He's 94, turning 95 this year. That's it. Something like that. That is insane. I'm surprised he's still traveling as much as he does. Yeah, I know, right? That's incredible. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of, I'm just, I mean, I don't want to be pessimistic, but I'm going to say, hey, if you want to see Stan Lee, you need go see Stan Lee as soon as you possibly can, because I don't think it's going to, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a long, that, not that long now. Not to be morbid about it, but yeah, when you see something like this, it's it's usually when, when the, someone's been married for that long, they're not that far behind. And finally, Spider-Man Homecoming has made $40.7 million from thir- on Thursday. Is that a lot for a Thursday night release? I feel like that's a that's not that much. I think it's respectable considering you don't have a full day on Thursday. You have like what maybe two three showing three showings at max. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think it. They. I mean, it's definitely a good. Definitely a good start. Forty point something million dollars. You know that, and you know that it's going to be number one. There's no. There's no. There was nothing that came out this week. So. So yeah, I think it, it's. I think it already hit their 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 six figure. Uh, well, a hundred million in their first week. Maybe two hundred million. Then plus Japan, or uh, not Japan, but China, is going to really push it up. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I kind of can't wait to see the number, the ending numbers of Wonder Woman. Because I I was actually rooting for that to beat Batman versus Superman. Uh, Because I think Batman versus Superman was at 830-something million dollars. And I I think the last run of what I've seen from Wonder Woman was hitting about 750 mil. So it's pretty close already. It's only been less than it's been less a little bit over a month and a half right now for it. So we'll see. Uh, hopefully it it go it peaks over it saying, "See, this person's better than Batman and Superman." So, yeah. so that's cool. Was that it, Joe? <clears throat> that's the news. That is good. Thank you. Now you know I'm actually I didn't even think about this, but uh, I know we're probably behind on books, but uh, we'll just say what what what, what, what if there's anything that's a good read right now that you've you've been recently uh that you've been recently re- uh, reading you know um for me personally <laughs> i guess my that my closest one i would say was uh i was actually um gene gray i would say like i really mm-hmm. did like it um okay. it's a very interesting take because it's like you know it's, it you know it you would think that i would get a little bit upset on the fact that they're bringing back Dark Phoenix again, or she's just hallucinating that Dark Phoenix is uh, is going to get her. But this is since, but the way that they kind of made this Jean, Jean Grey was a complete polar opposite of the Jean Grey that we all remembered and grew up with. Yeah. So she thought that she was already out of the uh, out of the clear, but then all of a sudden she's starting to see visions of Dark Phoenix, and now she's she's kind of freaking out and using her powers. But uh, it's uh, but it's it's uh, it seems like a pretty good version of. 
what they're trying to what they're trying to accomplish in this one. So I kind of do want to see a little bit more to see to see where it, where it ends. So I, I guess Jean Grey was the, is the closest one right now that I the the, the the that that has my interest for now. <clears throat> what about you? Uh, I don't know, Joe. Well, I got lucky and I p- picked up uh, the new Sabrina. The is Chilling that still Adventure. going? Yes. Oh, I thought it was a miniseries. No, it just uh, comes out once every three or four months. Mm. Like th- this issue dealt with um, Sabrina's father, oh, and no. it goes back to when he was a kid. I mean, this is this issue here was like if you were a religious person, you're just gonna burn that thing with holy water. Yeah, because <laughs> it starts off, you know, with his with her dad, and he, you know, he's an altar boy for a black, you know, church, and then he's, you know, the priest comes up, he's like, "So did you do everything you're supposed to do?" He's like, "Yes, I turned all the crosses upside down. I did, you know, all every other." You know, ritual. Wait, was I think black churches is like a pagan, like a black magic. Oh, black. Oh, bl- when you said black church, I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking like no. what, like Southern Methodist? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 black magic. Oh, okay. You know, and then um, and then he be he's a conjurer, so he starts conjuring up demons, and then he's using the priest is using the the son or not the son, but the the father for um to gain popularity. You know, because the more demons he's producing, more people are coming. Mm. And eventually he takes over the church, and then it, and then just goes into you know his adult life, and then how he, his, the, the her father's downfall. Oh, okay. Is his father is her father evil? Yeah, oh, yeah. Sounds like she. Yeah, it sounds like. So how did she become? Is she is she evil or is she like? No, Sabrina's just a regular teenage girl. It's just that she has three witches as her guardian. Uh, they're not. They haven't. I mean, they teach her magic, but they're not teaching her evil. You know, but she did raise the dead because she wanted her boyfriend back. That's kind of dickish. <laughs> you know, and then, um, well, I mean, it's her. she didn't kill the boyfriend. The boyfriend died, and then she tried. She rose him, but then the father spirit entered the the boy. Oh, so now she's now he's possessed. Now, and it's freaking gross now at this point. Yeah. Well, it's not, well, okay, he he's not decomposing, but what he did do is he went home and no, that's no, not what I was like, worried no, about. That wasn't the gross part. I'm not worried about the decomposing. <laughs> No, he the body's not the what? Um, the fact that the dad is inside the boyfriend. Oh no, they have no, they haven't done anything yet. Oh, oh okay. thank God! No, 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 no. That's that's what I was about to explain. Is the dad went home? I mean, the 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 boy went. Her boyfriend went home. He tied up his mom and dad, and he's eating the dad in front of the mom. Oh Jesus! Christ. That's what I'm telling you. This book is like crazy. That's good. Well, I mean. That's good. I just hope there's not going to be a scene where the, where she's like, oh, she wants to she wants to hook up with him, and then he's like, oh, I, I'm, yeah. That I hope that's not coming in the near future. I, so I, we'll say we'll just let's go with that. Sabrina's really fucked up. Okay, see what about you? <laughs> Is there anything you've been reading? Not much. Like I've been keeping up with uh, Injustice Two though. If I had to pick, like one set would be uh, nine and ten of the digital version, mm-hmm. which I don't know which where that falls in the real one. Maybe like issue four or five. Mm-hmm. It's the one with uh, Ted Cord. Oh like, wow! Talking about him. Like by the time, like if you, I'm sorry if you you haven't played the game. You if you played the game, you would know Ted Cord's dead. Yeah. But this goes into like what happened to him and what he's been doing. Oh, okay. Like a prologue? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what this whole Injustice 2 is. It's, like, in between Injustice 1 and Injustice 2. Is this... Uh, the comic is taking place in between the well, two? Yeah, in between Injustice 1 and Injustice 2. So, Superman's in jail, uh-huh. and, like, Batman's trying to, like, uh, recreate the... Like, fix everything, and then, like, Rachel Ghoul is kind of, like, fucking that up. Of course. That issue just came out. Okay. Here's, with Ted. Yeah, here's a question though. Now, I mean, like, 
what made injustice really good was the uh was the cross was surprisingly interdimensions you know earth the different earths fighting each other because of different kinds of aspects uh in or in injustice 2 it seems like they just focused on the damaged earth the whole yeah. time yeah. and i mean do you do you like that more or were you are you more of a fan of like that conflict between the two the two realms um i i feel like it's been done and so like we don't need that again mm. i i feel like uh it it kind of like missed some opportunities from from not having that just because of like some characters are are still dead like Shazam and stuff like that. Mm. But I think that like with Injustice 3, they're going to go back to that. Like they're going to have like some kind of like infinite crisis type thing. Though at this point they might as well make it infinite. They might as well not call it Injustice 3, they just call it Injustice Infinite Crisis or something like that. Injustice Infinite. Yeah, I, I. Injustice <laughs> Infinite. E I. <laughs> so that's cool. Well, that's good. Uh, you know, I I've been picking up the books. I haven't had a chance to read them, but uh, yeah, I'm, that, that sounds that sounds cool. I mean, th- that series was was really good. So, and it's the original people too. It's uh, mm-hmm. Tom. I think it's Tom Taylor, I think, or whatever. So, or Tom King. Anyways, I'm horrible. Names. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool. All right. Well, that's cool. And um. Now, it's time for our topic of the week, or the show, or whatever. But anyways, <laughs> the uh, uh, topic is, of course, we would be insane to talk about, uh, not to be talking about Spider-Man, the big, one of the biggest books, or movies that just came out. Uh, but since we've been behind in the past, since March, I think was the last time we did this, yeah. uh, other comic book uh, movies came out, two other ones, uh, two big blockbusters of Gal- Galaxy of the Guard, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Jesus, I'm my dyslexic today. But uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, two and then Wonder Woman. So we'll just do a full on recap on like or what our personal views of it was. And I guess <laughs> see what the overall was of it. Uh, no mention of Iron Fist. Yeah, we did Iron Fist, didn't we? No. Nope. We didn't? Yeah, we're no mention of Iron Fist. Anyways, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, other than that, we'll just uh, we'll go with the movies itself. So, uh, so. Like this this year's summer blockbusters for uh, uh for comic books it's, uh, comic book movies have been a very very good I would say I mean it's yeah. uh I mean Guardians of the Galaxy I feel myself personally is the weakest of the three that came out um uh, and that's not a bad thing I mean like you got Spider Man and you got Wonder Woman Wonder Woman's a brand new IP that just came out and it and it really did a really good job uh, uh of the uh of the story oh, well of a of a starting story for a new a new series for uh, of movies for her, uh, and um, uh, the Spider Man basically I'll call this one the Spider Man project because this is the first one between the collaboration between Sony and Marvel, mm-hmm. and Marvel did a, did exactly what they needed to do with Spider Man because because uh, Spider Man this is probably in the past what twenty about almost twenty years this is the best Spider Man movie that's that in my opinion it's the best Spider Man movie that came out uh, uh, of them all. So, uh, I, but I just feel like Guardians of the Galaxy, myself, uh, I just feel that they kind of just try, they, they tried to force the humor on you. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, uh, especially the, uh, the times when they, uh, especially the times when they're like, uh, 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 wanting to introduce the music or like how, how music was, was more of a big utmost importance 
in the in the uh, in the story mm-hmm. itself. Like they even put it in <laughs> saying that oh she has to he has to listen to his music while he does, while he works and stuff like that. And then you see mm-hmm. Groot going really going out of his way to be uh, uh to be turning music and stuff on as opposed to how it was in the first one, which was it was a subtle that that music was kind of integrated, but it wasn't it wasn't told. You know, it wasn't yeah. told that it was like it was a very important part, but you knew it was important because of like how they were how it just transitioned to different kinds of things and then like i mean they kind of they kind of pushed that a little bit on on you uh a little bit too much in my opinion but uh overall i mean still a good movie uh but uh i, I would say like i said overall i think spider-man but spider-man homecoming is the one that threw it out the park uh uh for it to be the strongest one of the three uh what do you think t <clears throat> uh yeah i'm pretty much uh, I think I'm in agreement with you. <laughs> you think? Uh, like, Spider-Man is definitely number one for me out of the three. Uh, Guardians, I, I did like it, but, like, I, I did have a problem with uh, the three storylines. Mm. There, there seemed to be, like, uh, Peter and his dad, uh, Blue Guy and uh, Rocket Raccoon. Yondu. Yondu, yeah. yeah there we go. And then uh, Gamora and Nebula. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit with Drax and uh, uh, Mantis, Mantis yeah. but like that, I don't feel like that was enough for a storyline. But like, I still enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. I probably enjoyed them the most, probably. Right. But uh, Baby Groot was kind of annoying to me, yeah. And I didn't <laughs> care about Gamora uh, Nebula storyline because that it it seemed like just the same thing from the first movie. I just felt like it was a little petty though, too, for the most part. Because I mean the. The fight between those two, it was like, it's just because she was just trying to show that she was better or, or better. But then all of a sudden she was like saying, oh, I didn't need a warrior. I needed a, I needed a sister and things like that. I'm like, you do, you're going to this much trouble <laughs> to, to, to kind of, to prove yourself to, uh, to her that, that, uh, that you're, that you're her equal really. I mean, I, I don't know. I was just, yeah, I, I really wasn't a, a fan. It, it, it felt like didn't really add much mm-hmm. to the overall movie mm-hmm. i mean like it got nebula to like join their side for a little bit but eh, I, I didn't really feel like it was necessary i mean it feels like she they made nebula chaotic good i guess you know it was weird because like probably chaotic neutral yeah well yeah well it's just it's weird that it's, that you would think that you know how she was like totally on board with uh with, with a, what's his name to destroy the kree uh, uh, what's his name from the first one? Uh, Ronan. Yeah, when he was on, she was a hundred percent on board with Ronan to destroy everything because uh, he wanted Ronan. She wanted Ronan to kill Thanos. Yeah, yeah, but it, it just felt, but it just now seems it was just really weird. Now that that she now she's just like a she's just a rebel out in space. <laughs> in space, you know, it just seems kind of odd to me. Uh, what about you, Joe? Well, I think at least for me, like you know, like if I were to rank them. I think that I can't rank them right correctly right now, mm. you know, because like they're all still kind of fresh, mm-hmm. you know, like right, right. For example, right now I'm still on the Spider-Man high, mm. yeah. you know, I think that, you know, for the most part, well, I do had some issues with it. And like, like for example, flash, you know, that's, that to me wasn't flash Thompson. Oh yeah. I wasn't, a big you know what I mean? Flash, it's yeah. like, yeah. and even the, like his relationship with Liz, it's like, where did this come from? You know, did she ever show once that she was interested in Peter? Well, and then suddenly, oh, he's the right guy for me. I mean, she's a senior and he's a sophomore. When did this, when does that happen? Mm. Like in high school, 
hey, but it's not like they actually fell in love, love, or she he really screwed it up for his first crush. I think I think Liz personally, in my opinion, and uh, you're you're de- I I would agree with uh, that we're on the Spider Man high because I mean it only came out three days ago, yeah. but uh uh but I feel that instead of what what people were going to assume, just like how you know how everyone was was totally ridiculing uh Zendaya being MJ, uh before the movie came out, uh is uh, is that we already thought that the love story between MJ and, and Peter Parker, or it would have been Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy. Cause it was a big two that most people assume when you, when you say, when you, when you think of Spider-Man. So I think what there's was, what this was incorporating was that this was like, she, he had a crush on a random person, a completely random person. Was she, well, was Liz in the books? I don't know. Uh, was she in the comic books as uh, in any way? Yeah. Wasn't she the boy girlfriend of flash? I don't know. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm not I'm not really known good, not really well on my uh, Spider-Man books because I don't, don't really didn't really read them. But, but like it's well, still because yeah, Liz married um, Osborne. Harry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, still, I mean, it's still regardless. It's like it's a whole different kind of kind of feel that it, it's just showing that it, that they're trying to do something different, but they're doing it kind of uh, kind of ta- uh, I guess I wouldn't say tasteful. Well, I guess tastefully, I guess because uh, this is just showing that hey, he he. It, does fall he could fall for something he has fell for someone else or had a crush on someone else before all those before they uh well, put that 40 year no, tango i'm, I'm, with I'm MJ. not complaining that he had <clears throat> like he had a crush on her yeah i'm just saying that the relationship seemed kind of like out of nowhere well, she's like a 15 year it's a 15 year old relationship like 15 year old kid with just, just randomly playing a crush right but i mean i'm just saying it's like here's peter he ditched him at washington and, you know, you would think she'd be a little bit pissed off with that. But she's like, okay, that's cool. We still won. Uh-huh. No, I'll, I'll cut her some slack on that. You know, like maybe if she, maybe if there was a hint that I believe that she thought Peter was Spider-Man, you know, then I could go, okay, that kind of makes a little bit more sense. Mm. No, okay. You know. Was that the big, was that your biggest thing uh, from the movie, though? Yeah. I mean, just the re- just some of those side characters. I, I think that they didn't really get a chance to grow. I think MJ was was really yeah. underrepresented in that whole movie, right? In my opinion, yeah. she's she the was like real background. Yeah. yeah, and she was really the weird, like a weird creeper in this one. Comparatively, you know, mm-hmm. like she was like the antisocial and stuff like that. You know, that's kind of weird seeing MJ in that in that in that in, uh, in that instance. But uh, yeah, that's that's true. What I think that movie made really good on was Vulture. Yeah, that was Michael. Oh, yeah. yeah, Michael Keaton was freaking amazing as Vulture. He was a great Vulture. Yeah, so like I was, uh, I just I liked it that like the the suit, everything that made that just made that made him Vulture was was great. And then his the personality, uh, the reason why he was doing it, he had his motivation of doing what he was doing. Everything yeah. was all in place correctly to do it. And then it was uh, so. I mean, it was uh, that like. Who would have thought that Vulture was going to be a really good villain <laughs> to be against the first, like the first of a new, uh, the new series of Spider-Man? So that was really tight. Well, also, I also thought the visual of the Vulture was really good. Oh yeah, uh, especially when you had him in, in like in a dark area with just the lights silhouetting him, and mm. then the shadows and the smoke, all that stuff really made the character shine. Right, exactly, and uh, like the aviator, <laughs> the aviator yeah. uh, helmet and stuff, and so being like a full, like a bald dude, <laughs> just uh, flying yeah. in the deal. It was really cool how they mix the technology in on it. So that was that's pretty cool. And like even they even like what they did to shock. I mean, Shocker was really awesome too. 
Yeah. Who's to say that Shocker was going to be was going to be a good character to be to be put as a good henchman for Vulture? They they did it right exactly in that, yeah. and I, I loved I I love that. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, that, but no, that's what that's why Spider Man I think was like was really really kind of had a good step up on uh, on it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, like when it came to like Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman was kind of the. Uh, uh, I think that's that's why actually I think that's the reason why I, I kind of put Wonder Woman in second place was because I mean Wonder Woman also good movie was a good movie but I feel that the uh, that the enemy was really kind of was really kind of uh, was uh, was wasn't re- was represented kind of late you know what I'm saying like uh, you knew that it was Hades right or it was Ares, Ares. sorry it was Ares. Uh, but you like you were waiting to say okay what's Ari- uh, what's Ares up to? Uh, she he was kind of quiet until the very last fight, until the very to the very end of the fight where she where he shows the reveal of what he was doing and then he then his reveal of him saying was I didn't really do much I was just whispering in people's ears to make it uh, to uh, uh, for them to do what they're what they're doing right now you know so. I mean, it, I mean, uh, the enemy was good, like I said, but it's just I just feel like uh, throughout the, the progress of the movie, it's like it didn't do anything for it, you know. Kind of, kind of, kind of like how it was in Iron Man two with a, uh, with a uh, what's his name, um, uh, Whiplash. Yeah, it's like Whiplash. He like he fights Whiplash in the middle of the movie, then he then he's in jail, then you don't hear from him until the end of the movie, <laughs> an hour later, and then he's like, oh, then he comes out with his big reveal. It's like there's that space of just story. And uh, and I think that was uh, I think that's that's why I felt like uh, uh, Spider Man was a was a pretty good number one. Um, and I and I haven't heard anything bad about Spider Man yet. So yeah, I mean personally, but especially if your gripe was just the love the romance. Thing. Well, and, well, it's that and Spike. I'm mean, not Spike, but Flash. I did not like Flash. Yeah. I mean, well, I, th- I thought he was a weak character. Job well done. No, like, <laughs> I know what you're saying. I know. What yeah, you're saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you said that, yeah, go Flash. Yeah, we have a problem. But like the, uh, yeah, I mean, Flash. I think Flash was not. He was just, I think, a weak character. Yeah, yeah. It was really weird uh, with him as the char- uh, the character as he was in that. So uh, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it's all uh, so it goes. You know, there's gonna there has to be a number two coming. Yeah, there's gonna be another one. Yeah. Do you know if like you were, you asked me yesterday about Venom? Do you do you know? I like you... I know there's gonna be a Venom movie, but I don't think it's gonna be like a continuation of Spider Man. I think it's just gonna be a Venom movie, right? Which I think is weird that they're not like introducing them in a Spider Man thing and then splitting off into a Venom movie. I don't know. But yeah, maybe Venom has enough power on his own. Uh, 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 the power for him to just go on his own, you know. After Spider Man Three, I think yeah, it- yeah after Spider Man Three <laughs> back in two thousand eight. <laughs> I think most movie goers know who Venom is, though. Mm. Okay, now granted, like the younger crowd may not know, but a lot of them read comics, and I think Venom has a strong visual, so that alone will grab people's attention. Yeah, I mean, if you have a strong visual of Topher Grace turning into that black, <laughs> that black uh, symbiote, you know, then yeah, you're right. Yeah, but like it's it's a little bit different because Venom has vastly changed over the time, like over the years. He's not the same Venom now that he was. Like, well, technically, yeah, well, yeah, and he's back. But now they're back. He's Eddie Brock's back as Venom, so he kind of went full circle. I don't know if Eddie Brock's any better or if he's any worse than what he was when he was in the nineties. Nineties, he was uncontrollable. He couldn't control the symbiote. 
or symbiote. I can never say that. Is it symbiote or symbiote? I don't know. Oh, no symbiote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing. I want to know like if it's going, if it does tie in, you're gonna have to have a venom, uh, either a venom, uh, facing off to Spider Man eventually. Yeah. And so I mean, I but hopefully they have an idea what they're gonna do because I think that's where that's where most people are. They don't know if it's gonna be a part, if it's gonna be a Sony thing, or if it's gonna be a partnership again with Sony and uh, and Marvel. So well, I don't know. What do you think about uh, overall uh, the Guardians of the Galaxies uh, uh, with Ego? I guess was it Ego? Yeah. 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 Ego the Living Planet. Ego the Living Planet. Did were you? You think Kurt Russell did a good job on that? Yeah, I think it was fine. Yeah, I, like, it, like I was very confused on how they were gonna do ego, mm-hmm. but like, I, I think it was fine. I think it was a fine villain. Like, I know like Marvel has weak villains. I think, I think he was a lot better than Ronan was represented in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy One, though. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. And I kind of feel like this is a weird standalone movie. Comp- not necessarily that it was, uh, it's by itself, but like, you know, Gar- Ga- uh, Guardians of the Galaxies number one was introducing the, the Guardians to be a part of the Infinity, uh, the Infinity uh, Stones and stuff like yeah. that. And then you go to number two and it just didn't seem like it connects to anything in, in the middle of it. It seems like a filler episode of a TV show, really, when you think about it. Because it, it, there's no significant gain or loss out of that. Yeah, like, the only two things were, like, finding out about Peter's dad mm-hmm. and, like, the beginnings of Adam Warlock. Oh, yeah. And don't forget, Rocket has the conscience now. <laughs> <laughs> that Rocket cares about... about I don't know why... That, that's kind of a gripe, too. It's like, I don't know why <laughs> Rocket doesn't care after Guardians 1, after, like, almost dying and... All the crap that happened in Guardians One. Why is he still a dick in two? Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's like because he's a dick. <laughs> I mean, that's what makes him funny. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't but care. like. But like, why would you be that much of a dick? Why would well, you have to have a mini story, especially have like you know to understand his psyche? Have Yondu understand his psyche? Like, like they literally had that. They literally did a mini story about it, and I was like, that's kind of that's kind of. Like it would have been better if it wasn't even not not even mentioned. He's an asshole because he's an asshole, you know. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to worry about the the deal. It's like, oh, you have your own way of caring for your people, and he does. He does care, and he was somewhat afraid. And then and uh, and then, but at the, at that point, like, should you shouldn't they? Should, I don't. There's things that should have not have been said. Is what I'm saying. Just left it the way they left it the way it is. Because. Uh, yeah, I these like these small weird mini stories is guys, when I think when you break them down that way uh, it makes me even more a uh, uh, just solid third third place with <laughs> uh, in it you know so I mean I don't yeah, know like the reason why I don't like I'm not sure is because like the problems I have with Wonder Woman or, or like like the ending which like we kind of talked about with Aries mm. and like. I, I I don't like that. Like I need confidence in myself, and now I can win. I never I never liked that for like a hero's ending for beating the bad guy. Right, right. And, but, but like another thing that bothered me was like I'm not a big graphics guy, and I don't really care. But like there were certain points during Wonder Woman where I was taken out of the movie because I could tell 
like this is fake like this is a green screen this is where like everything is uh like she's not there yeah yeah like usually i i can't tell and like i i don't like i'm not caring for like the biggie graphics like i don't see movies in 3d for that very reason like that's a big reason why i don't and but like for me to tell like when she's walking through like all the bullets that i can tell like she's not there Mm. like not even like in a movie sense (laughs) yeah well well i mean like what what i mean spider-man had to have been like mostly like a good third of it was or half of it was cg yeah that's what i'm saying but like i couldn't tell if it was good like good or bad cg i was like I'm pretty sure it's CG, mm-hmm. but like I can't really find the holes. I'm not looking for the holes because mm-hmm. I'm never I am. Mm-hmm. But like in Wonder Woman, they were blatantly obvious to me, mm. and and that kind of stood out to me. Okay. I, it's weird because like I I don't normally see that in movies, but in Wonder Woman, for some reason, it stuck out. Oh, okay, well that, that's that's true. That would be yeah, okay. Well, that makes sense. So, yeah, and I mean. Yeah, I mean, I I can't say that you're wrong, not wrong about it. It's a, it's a, it's it's a, something that they they can definitely will hopefully approve on too. Yeah, maybe it's just after they give her a bit more, when they increase the budget for two folds because you know they're they're going to get like that they they're going to get a massive budget at number two. Yeah, uh, but we'll see. Maybe maybe it will get better from the long run. But uh, but yeah, you really you so you still like okay. So let's take Spider Man out of the off the table for you, Joe. Would you say between Guardians and Wonder Woman, since that's been a good amount of time, you? Well, okay. After Wonder Woman, I thought Wonder Woman was better than Guardians. Mm-hmm. But now I like Guardians more just because I had more fun watching mm-hmm. Guardians. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, I didn't realize Guardians had issues everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, Wonder Woman had issues too, but for the most part, I had more fun. Like I, it was more of um. You know, you're you know, I was laughing more and just having a good time. Mm. Well, Wonder Woman was a bit more serious. Mm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it being serious. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I think it, I agree. With you know, it was a mm-hmm. it was a the best DC movie that came out recently. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah. I just had more fun at Guardians. Okay. Yeah, I think I would. Uh, I agree. I, I think I would put Wonder Woman at ahead of Guardians. But if you ask me which one I would wa- want to see again. again. I, I would say Guardians. Okay, yeah, so that's pretty nice. I would probably agree. With, yeah, I would definitely agree with that too. I can't. I like when I think about it. You're right. Uh, the grunginess of, uh, of Wonder Woman is kind of is kind of uh, isn't something that you would just say, "Hey, let's we're having a good day. Let's watch Wonder Woman again." You know, yeah. So, but overall, though, yeah, Guardians. You know, it's actually weird. It's like I like to just randomly watch Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Oh yeah. So it's because it's a it's a very it's a very nice nice random piece like to of just of just watching in the background or something like that because it's just it's funny. It's like fun. You see these small little funny things. But uh, yeah, I, I can I can easily see. So uh, overall, what, well, first off, uh, what would you rate uh, uh, Guardians on your on the scale of uh, one to ten? They're like a seven or eight. I think I would give it about a. I give it a seven five myself personally. Yeah, yeah, seven five. Yeah, that's in between. Joe. Yeah, about seven eight seven five. All right, cool. What about, what about for one woman? I give I'll give it the same. Yeah. yeah, I think I would give that an eight. I think I think like I said, like 
they did have it did have its problems. I think the biggest problem was it's uh, it, it, she had a weak. I think she she essentially did. They had a weak uh, villain for the most part. Uh, and, uh, and I, but I think like the, uh, but I think the chemistry between him, her, Chris Pine and, and all that stuff, like the people around her did, did also carry the movie just as well as, as one normal without saying, without like mansplaining or, or making it like about the dudes more, <laughs> the dudes more. I mean, they did a really good job on that. So yeah, I think I would give it an eight. It wasn't one of the best, but yeah, I'd be willing to give it an eight or maybe an 8.5 if they had a better villain. And better, you know, special effects. Yeah, special effects is what docks. Well, docking down for me, it's like one point, taking that one one point five already in itself. Yeah, because some of that stuff was just. I mean, it just looked like Scott Snyder was all over it, mm-hmm. and it just looked bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, Scott Snyder was technically. Oh no, no, it was Justice League is that he was all over, but uh, this one's uh, what's her name? The girl did did the Hurt Locker, I think. So this one's uh yeah so this one's gonna be pretty well we'll see well Spider Man though what do you what would you give Spider Man Homecoming that one's gonna be tougher <laughs> <laughs> and I know with the bias that it's 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 fresh in our minds and stuff like that uh for me I would say I would say it would have to be about a nine to me because. The graphics of it of Spider Man was 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 done really well. I mean the uh, uh, the story of it. The story is. I mean, it's not something that we haven't seen before, but it's still it was still a very solid story. Especially the way the way they made like you know Tony Tony Stark relevant in the in the world of of uh, of Peter Parker of teenage Peter Peter Parker yeah. uh, was really good. Um, the I mean there was some of the downsides were like the small the. Like the small weird things, like you said, like how the re- the romantic uh, romantic parts of it, but those are like small tidbits. But for the most part, it's a solid movie. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty yeah. solid movie overall. Like I mean, it doesn't uh uh it doesn't leave lo- those weird question marks of like oh why like why did he do it this way or his best friend like why is his best like his best friend is his best friend does exactly what he needs to do. He's yeah. not like a he's not like a giant mastermind wizard of the computers but more like yo okay he knew how he knew he was he was still intelligent enough to do the small thing to to help him out so no i i think it's a very solid it was a very solid movie so i i would give that one a nine uh itself myself uh uh, personally (laughs) yeah i'll i'll go with a nine but i'll give it like a little wiggle room because it's it's is we just saw it, yeah. So like that's welcome to change, and I want to see it again. Probably not in theaters. Yeah, probably not in theaters. But I would want to see it again before giving it a, a rating, yeah. or at least give it some time. Okay, well, why don't we call this a uh, fresh, fresh rating <laughs> that, like that, that, that maybe come back to it if if we either remember <laughs> or or what? Not sorry, uh, uh, from it. So. So, so yours a temporary nine. I'm a temporary nine. What about you, Joe? Uh, eight point five to nine. Wait, point five? Eight point five. Oh, I thought you was like yeah. point five to nine. Yeah. That's a pretty pretty big <laughs> bracket there. Yeah, somewhere in between. <laughs> it's like yeah, numbers. <laughs> so we we'll go with that. Oh yeah, so that's good. Well, overall, uh, overall, I haven't been disappointed in any of the comic book movies. Thank God. So I was good. I'm good with that. Yeah, that's a good for the summer. summer. Really good summer on it, and uh, I guess the last one to close off, close off would be Thor Ragnarok. Uh, I think it's going to be a be- I think it's probably going to be. The- I think it's going to be the best Thor, 
Am I unconscious? Well, that's tonight? not saying much. Uh, it says a lot. <laughs> it says a lot. The biggest problems was, well, the, I think the biggest problem is the fact that Jane Foster, uh, what's her name, did not want to be Jane Foster anymore. And uh, they kind of forced that on her in the second one. In the uh, Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, now since, now since she's gone, who knows? It might be a little bit better, you know? Well, folks, thank you for listening. This is podcast, the CFG podcast, episode number 63. Uh, you can always check us out on a SoundCloud page on as The Comic Freak or also on our iTunes page, The Comic Freak. Or if you just want to take a look at our past archives of other previous episodes, go to our website, comfreaksandgeeks.com, where we have everything listed from episode one all the way up. So once again, this is Davis signing off with T and uh, T and Joe. Y'all stay freaky geeky. Peace. Yep.